I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm George Lizos, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and number one best-selling author. It wasn't long ago that I was stuck in a soul-draining job held back by fears and limiting beliefs that stopped me from following my purpose and making a positive impact in the world. Fast forward past many hours of inner work and lessons learned, I now write books and teach courses to help you find and follow your purpose too. 
I created the Lit Up Lightworker podcast to empower you with simple, actionable, step-by-step spiritual tools and practices to overcome what holds you back and light up the world. If you're a spiritual seeker yearning for a more soulful and purposeful life, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Lightworker, welcome to another episode of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before we get started with today's episode, I'm excited to announce that my third book, Protect Your Light, a practical guide to energy protection, cleansing and cutting cords, is now available to order globally on Amazon. In the book, you'll learn powerful practices to cleanse, shield and strengthen your energy. Specifically, you'll get to cut cords to toxic relationships, remove psychic daggers of attack and other negative energetic attachments, and even learn how to effectively protect your energy online. When you get the book, you also get the Psychic Scanning Online Workshop for free, during which I'll guide you to turn on your psychic vision and scan your body for all types of energy attack so you can clear them. And you can go to protectyourlightbook.com to get all the details. Also, be sure to download one of my free guides in the description of this episode that will help guide your spiritual journey. You'll find guides on finding your purpose, developing your intuition, and protecting your energy. In today's episode, we're talking about fashion and spirituality. And I want to start with a question. Do you think there is a connection between fashion and spirituality? Although these two terms are often thought of contrastingly, fashion being something that the ego cares about while spirituality being immaterial and what our spirit is concerned with, the truth is we all wear clothes every single day, right? My approach with spirituality has never been about denying the physical world. I believe we've incarnated in this physical plane to enjoy it fully. So rather than deny my physical presence, I've instead chosen to celebrate it. Fashion is a way of celebrating the sacredness of our physical body, especially when we go about it consciously. In this episode of the podcast, I chat with celebrity stylist and Bravo reality star Ali Levine about the psychology of our closets. Ali shares about how colors affect our moods, the connection between fashion and spirituality, and even she guides us through a process of raising the vibration of our closets. Specifically, in this episode, you'll learn a process of creating a fashion style that matches your energy, how different colors affect your mood, knowing the difference between ego and soul when it comes to fashion, how to carry out a closet energy audit, I love that, and the benefits of decluttering your closet. When you're done listening to the episode, make sure to come within your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group and let us know what you most enjoyed about it. Enjoy this episode with Ali Levine. Ali Levine is a celebrity stylist and well-known TV personality. She has styled thousands of celebrities all over the world and watched individuals' transformations. Ali has now taken her love of clothing from the styling side and moved that over into becoming certified in breathwork and now uses the breath for an even deeper transformation. Between conscious styling, energy audits and breathwork, she's transforming individuals from the inside out on an even deeper level. Ali, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thanks so much for having me, love. I'm so excited to be here. 
I am so excited to have you here to chat about spirituality and clothing, something that I thought about, I've struggled with, and I wanted to talk about, and I found the perfect person to chat to about as well. But before we get there, I want to hear a little bit about your story. So we've obviously read your bio. Many people already know you from TV, but I want to hear from your own personal experience. What was this transformation from doing what you used to do to doing what you do now? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, well, you just a transformation, right? So I definitely feel like I'm still going through this transformation. I was telling a friend the other day, it's like this ongoing, I'm still in the cocoon waiting to like come out and be this like beautiful butterfly. Uh, it's definitely been a, uh, a intense uh, press- pressuring, like crystallizing, you know, like how they say the butter, the uh, caterpillar crisps up and actually becomes a butterfly. And <laughs> I feel like that's what I've been going through um, in my own awakening. And um, so I would say, you know, I have always loved fashion. I have always been inspired by watching people when they get dressed, they just completely like transform. Like I would notice people, even when I was a young kid, I would be at a boutique with my grandmother and, you know, we'd be having, trying on different things and someone would be trying on something next to me. And I would feel like called to be like, wow, you look really pretty in that. Or like, oh, that color looks so nice on you. And people would like light up and you could see like they felt really good and confident in what they were wearing. And so I was always really intrigued by fashion and how clothing could do that and how a person could literally transform in those moments just from putting something new on. And so from there, I, um, you know, I studied fashion in school and, you know, I went to college for fashion. I worked in corporate design. I worked in retail. I was kind of all over the place. And then I started working in entertainment, as you mentioned, as a, you know, as a stylist, I started as a production assistant, made my way up, then started working in costume, eventually ended up in styling. And I realized that I enjoyed styling more because it was more creative and more open. Um, fast forward after, you know, having my successful business for many years, it went from a place of where I was so in love with my um, clients and career to a place of honestly hating it. I went from like loving every day and loving what I was doing to like, wow, this just does not resonate with my soul. My clients were extremely demanding Hollywood. Um, and it was just very ego, you know, um, ego on the sense of the clients and what they wanted. And there was like, no, like gratefulness for like the transformations, even when they would get like, you know, best dressed on every, you know, cover and and magazine and tabloid, or they would book a new role for the next two years of their life. And, you know, all these crazy things that I was like, so, you know, like excited for them about like, wow, we did this, we created you, we transformed you. And, and, and the gratitude just slipped away more. I think it honestly kind of um, took away from my soul also made me more, you know, in the ego of like, kind of don't give an F attitude, like cared more about how like I looked glam wise and I cared about what was actually happening. It just didn't take me to a good place to be quite honest. And I never expected that because I went in with the intention of like, really confidence is your best accessory. I know this, I feel this wholeheartedly and I want to help other people feel this way and light up the world that way. And just somewhere along the way that just, you know, kind of stopped resonating um, and stopped working. So fast forward to, you know, um, between being on that show on Bravo stripped the documentary series, if people don't know what it is, you can still go Google it, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, And basically uh, they take everything away from you for 21 days. um, And how do you handle it? How do you, what is your life like? what what happens, um, all that. So it was my husband and I, and very long story short, basically they took, you know, everything away, literally everything. And so the glam and all that you can imagine. So I was 
raw, like naked and raw. And I had nothing. Um, and it really made me sit with my shit, to be honest, uh, for the first time in a very long time. And I started realizing how not present I was in my life, how I wasn't dealing with my own shadows and things that were going on with me and my career and all the things that weren't working. And it was a really hard kind of my first, I think, like piece of pulling back the onion of my awakening of like, Hey, you have to deal with this now. It's all in front of your face. And it was funny because when I said yes to the show, I had known, you know, Bravo and E and all these people from styling all these people for years. So in my ego mind, it was like, yeah, cool. Let's do a Bravo show. And uh, clearly God and the universe and everything else had a different story. and was like, mm -mm, no, this is like a real, this is a real deal. Um, and so, you know, I had to go to like a red carpet with no makeup on and my hair not brushed and like a little casual dress, you know, like it was crazy. And I was like, wait, I have to go do this. And they were like, yeah, this is what this is. This is what you signed up for. And I was like, hmm, okay. And so anyways, that led me into my first journey of really being like stripped, I think very vulnerably on a very deeper level in my soul. I started awakening to things that I wasn't aware of uh, that were just deep inside of like wounds and trauma that we all have um, on top of the fact that I wasn't present in my marriage. I wasn't present in my own life with my family and friends. The list goes on. And these are all like heavy shadows sitting in front of me, right? That I'm having to deal with. So that kind of started it. And then I got pregnant with my first daughter, Amelia, shortly after that. And that really just, I think, catalyzed things like all of a sudden I would be on set and I'm pregnant and I wouldn't feel good around certain clients or the energy would feel off to me. And I was never huge on energy. So I started like really paying attention. Like, why is it when I go here, like I don't feel good? Or why is it when I'm with, you know, this client, like my energy is drained. And so I started paying attention more and more and I was getting like parking tickets, you know, speeding tickets. Like I was like, all this stuff was ramping up and you know, when like the universe, like, like is like trying to nudge you, but you're like ignoring it. That's what I was doing. It was just like, Hey, something's got to give something's got to change. And so finally, you know, it took me kind of to get down, honestly, um, on my knees one night, um, in the bathroom, I was really emotional, really pregnant. And I was having a hard time and I got down on my knees and I don't do that very often to be honest to pray. And I did. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like what, like what, what's going on? Like, why is nothing resonating? Why am I so off? And I really heard really like firmly and really strongly in like a really beautiful but strong voice, like you are no longer going to be styling. Like this is no longer for you. And it was like, it shook me. Like I was like, cause I knew deep down I was transitioning, but didn't know where I was going or how, but it, to hear it and to receive that answer and to feel it was like, whoa, okay. And that was when it really clicked for me that like, truly, you know, spiritual, you know, ality is real, you know, God is real, the universe, everything around you, the energy you feel like it's all real. So that was like a really shaking moment for me. And that's what led me into start to really pay attention and start to awaken further and allow myself to start to awaken to like, you know, there, there is more right there, 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 there is more around us. And we're taught uh, than we actually, you know, are told to believe. And so then fast forward, basically, um, I, you know, had my first daughter, my birth did not go as planned. Um, and I had a lot of trauma that came out of that birth. Um, I went from, you know, basically wanting, um, a 
birth center birth uh, to natural to being transferred to a hospital 42 hours later, um, having my daughter, and it was a very intense C-section and all of that, <laughs> clearly the energy, um, and it was a very intense C-section, and it was just not what I expected, like, at all, um, and so then after that, I went through pretty heavy postpartum depression, and I think that's what really woke me up further to realizing like I really was going to have to deal with myself um, and really work and figure out like how are you going to find happiness again and how are you going to start to transform. Um, and that was when I really started finding meditation and, you know, breath work and um, Reiki and, you know, all different modalities, you know, gratitude journaling and just all these different things um, that really started to help me find my light again, start to find, you know, my, my happiness again, and almost have to allow the old alley to die off and essentially go away and like mourn that part of myself and move forward into a new space. And that's what, what you spoke to is what I'm in now, which is being facilitated in breath work, you know, and I, I never would have thought I would uh, be here, <laughs> um, but it really lights up my soul. And I really feel the connection to the divine, uh, especially now and being so awakened. And I realized like, okay, I can take this work and start to put it into the fashion world, which I don't know we're going to talk about, but I really needed to allow all that to die off in order to truly step into this new transformation that I'm still evolving into right now. That was not a long, that was not a short story, but I gave you the scoop. <laughs> I love that. And what I really love about your story is how you're now coming back to it after stripping away the ego side of the fashion world, mm -hmm. you came back to it from a, a, a more aware and conscious perspective. And that's exactly what I want to talk about because I remember when I was at university, I was into fashion as well. I was a fashion blogger for a while. I would get all the fashion magazines and just study the trends. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I would go to like to different like styling shows and I would get yeah. so excited. And then when I got more interested into spirituality, I started hearing the messaging of, subconsciously or consciously of fashion and spirituality don't merge you have to be different you have to let go mm. of fashion and i al had allowed the ego side of fashion essentially to sort of control me or to or, or or the ego side of spirituality is telling me that you cannot be spiritual and fashionable at the same time like get the best of me so i let go of that fashionable side of me and i went through the transition that i think many spiritual people go through which is like as soon as we become spiritual we're supposed to dress a specific way and just dress very casually and not care about our clothes and just be very like basic yep, yep, and, then, yep. <laughs> and then eventually I'm starting to realize you know what no I, I want like my earrings and I want to dye my hair and I want to change my clothes I want to I want to be myself essentially I want to have some fun <laughs> yes I want to have some fun I'm going to bring fashion into who I am as a person so I think yeah. this is a transition that I want to talk about because so many people I feel are stuck into this persona that to be spiritual you have to dress a certain way so let's talk about fashion and spirituality first of all is there a link between the two and secondly how can we approach fashion from a more conscious perspective 
Yeah, I love this question. So yeah, um, same with you and you, you were speaking to how you were like, oh, just to be casual. Like I went through the same thing. It was like in the beginning, I went from like wearing glam 24 seven to just like literally like big t-shirts and like sweats and not caring and like barely wearing my jewelry, which like I always feel naked without my jewelry. And and it was such a weird transition because it, it, it is, it's like you go through this like kind of mind fuck of like, okay, if I'm changing and I'm coming out of that ego and I'm being more conscious, then like I shouldn't be into these things, right? But that's not true, right? Because fashion for so many lights us up. It lights us up in our spirit. It makes us feel good. And taking it deeper than that, it's like what colors light you up? What are the vibrations of those colors when you're putting something on? You know, what do you feel like? What does it emanate? Like you have all these beautiful colors, you know, behind you. And it's like, what do those do for you? Like, does yellow make you feel happy? You know, does purple give you that power? Is green, you know, feel vulnerable to you? Like there's so much we can go into with color and vibration, but you know, just even that alone, thinking about how you can allow that light in to yourself with fashion. And like, think about when you look into yourself in a mirror and you're like, Ooh, I look beautiful. Instead of letting it go to the ego place of like, you know, Oh, you know, I'm fabulous. And then like kind of building yourself up on the ego side of things on a conscious level, like how do I truly feel right now? Like, what am I embodying in this moment? You know, what, like what is happening right now that's going to let me step into more of who I am and who I want to show up to be and taking it at that conscious level. So I think that's kind of like the first piece of it is like just looking what you have on and knowing if it really feels good to you and like it really lights you up, then like, yes, fashion and spirituality can absolutely go hand in hand together. And then secondly, like on the, you know, further on the conscious space of what you're speaking to, you know, I know I've talked to you about this offline, but like, I really want to help people with like conscious closets and just how you're conscious as far as what you're putting on and what you're thinking about. When you walk into your closet, I want you to do like, I call it an audit. Like, I want you to walk through and say to yourself, like, what do these people pieces do for me? What do they bring for me? What is the vibration? What am I receiving? If you can't answer that question and it's just sitting there essentially as stagnant energy, it's got to go. You know, you don't want stagnant energy just like anywhere else in your life. Fashion's a piece of that too. And fashion I've learned can hold stories. There are certain pieces that I got rid of after becoming a mom because I realized those are stories and attachments I've held on to, and they don't serve me anymore. And I don't need them in my closet, you know? And so really asking yourself, like, how can you be conscious in your own closet and say, what does this do for me? How does it make me feel? And almost asking yourself like a journal prompt, like answering a few of those questions. And so that's why you would keep it, or that's why you would toss it or donate it or whatever it may be. Right. Or is there a story like, oh, I'm going to hold on to this because I'm waiting to, to lose weight, you know, and I have 10 more pounds to go and then I can wear this. That's a story and attachment. Like you don't want to keep that there. No, you'd rather go out and get something new once you're in that space and you're ready to step into that. So many things hold stories and attachments that we don't think about that, but energy is real, right? So if energy is real, your clothing holds on to this energy too, and it can really build up. So being conscious of what's in your closet and then what you're putting on your body of how you receive it. Is it lighting you up or is it making you concave? Is it darkening what you're going through, you know, and, and asking yourself those honest questions to start on a conscious level with fashion and then marrying the world of spirituality. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's so powerful when we allow our vibration and our emotions to do the choosing when it comes to the clothes because our mind has attachments. Our mind can say, oh, you may need this. Oh, I have sentimental value with this one. Oh, maybe I shouldn't throw this away. But then your body knows whether you, it likes something or not. You can feel it. Exactly. You can, you can feel, feel it when you put on. You can The minute you put on, energy doesn't lie, right? You speak to this all the time. It's the same thing when you put something on. It's like you can feel it. You feel good in it. If it doesn't feel good, why are you wearing it? And like you said, it tells you a story. Oh, I feel, I feel safe in this, right? A lot of people love to live in black, nothing against black, but when you're living in black, you need to ask yourself, are you concaving as a person? Are you choosing not to be seen and why there's a much bigger part on the conscious level of why we choose our clothing when we get into that conscious space. I love that. And let's talk a little bit about color. You talked a, a little bit in the beginning because I found myself shifting from colors to colors. For many years, I was obsessed with red and anything I would wear was red. And then now I don't want to see red. I mean, I would still wear it once in a while. It's a very standout color. Yeah, very, yeah, very like, standout color. It's a very color. look Look at me, um, look at my power, you know, look at who I am. So that was the space that you were in. And now I'm shifting towards pastel and then salmon pink and these like softer kind of colors. So can you share a little bit about how these color dynamics work and in clothes, in fashion and what that means for us? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, with the red, uh, it's a lot more powerful. It's a lot more bold. It's a lot more like, look at me, look at me. I want to be the center of attention. So at that point in time where you were, uh, it can be a little bit more ego, uh, depending on, you know, what situation you're in and what you're doing. But red in general uh, has that kind of powerful, like, look at me. And especially because it's more of a darker red, usually for most people, uh, it could also be bringing out the shadow parts um, of yourself that you're not necessarily maybe looking at. And then when we speak to the pastels and the softer now you're moving more into like that lighter energy you're stepping more into you and the spirituality side not to say you can't wear dark colors but being aware of if there is a certain color you're wearing if you're noticing is it bringing up certain shadows for you that maybe like you're not dealing with that need to come out you know um green especially a darker green is a very vulnerable color a lot of people stay away from that they don't realize because it brings out certain shadows in them it brings out more of that vulnerability in general in them also when you're attracted to someone or you're you know someone's a friend and you're hanging out with them and there's certain colors you know that you're into that they're wearing Wearing, but maybe you don't feel you can wear what's the actual deal with that what's the actual story behind that because if you love that your friend is sitting in a beautiful blush pink you're loving the vibration of receiving that love that compassion what they're really emanating and they're wanting to step into can you not receive that love can you not receive that compassion so again these colors and these vibrations are actually a lot more than many of us think about on a daily basis and so paying attention to that and knowing that 
the darker colors can be more of the shadow self, depending on what's going on with the individual. And the lighter colors, like what you're speaking to, are moving towards more of that spirituality side and kind of blending that world of, you know, your light and what you're emanating, which is interesting knowing your journey, George, because, you know, you've spoken to me and been on my podcast and, you know, we've talked about kind of your own transformation of like what you went through kind of being in the shadow self and kind of hiding so much of you to then being in the spirituality space to now starting to like really be open to it all and allow it to evolve together. So it makes sense to me, you know, in a way of where you're like, like what you're wearing right now, this super soft kind of nice teal. Um, and you know what I've seen you wear before, like softer pinks and things like that, because you are holding more of that light for yourself. You're holding more of that vibration of like, I am stepping into more of this light. I am allowing the shadow to be integrated instead of just hiding inside with my shadow and, you know, wanting to be hidden. Um, so there's a lot that goes into it with color that people don't realize on an ego level that if you just throw something on when you get it, when you get out of your closet, and if you don't pay attention, you could all of a sudden be in like a worse mood or you could maybe just be off or something's going on with you and people don't think about it actually could be what I'm wearing. It actually could be the vibration and the color and the energy of what I just put on and I shifted, but I'm not aware maybe I shifted because I am coming from the ego space. But when we allow the spirituality side and we allow ourselves to be curious and have that conscious mind, again, you're taking an audit when you go to your closet, you know, like even me being a busy mom, when I'm going through something I'm going to throw on, even if it's just like a simple t-shirt like this, I know I love this color on me. I know how it feels. I know it feels good. You know, I know I can still show up and, and feel good in it and, and have that lightness to myself, even if I'm not, you know, dressed up that day because I don't have, you know, the energy or the time, you know, to put myself together that day. The same goes with accessories, you know, like I wear these because I love, because they have crystals on them, you know, and I love that, like they have different colors and different intentions, different things that they bring to me, but really thinking about when you put things on, on a conscious level, what does it do for you? You know, what, what, how is it serving you? How is it showing up for you? If you're just throwing a piece of jewelry on, but you have no rhyme or reason. And it's just literally because you're like, oh, well, I should, because I, I it just looks like naked or, you know, plain that's not a reason necessarily to put something on. Now, a lot of people would disagree with me. It's like, oh, well, I'm accessorizing. Yes, you are. But if we're talking about fashion and spirituality, then you've got to think about the energy behind what are you choosing and why? Yes. Oh my God. There's so much we can learn about ourselves by thinking about the clothes we wear. Like I remember the reason I got a gold nose piercing and then I have a thunderbolt gold one for my, on my ear as well is because I wanted to draw in the energy of gold and also wanted to draw and connect with the thunder as connected to the god Zeus, who I have a close connection with. So I just am making these conscious realizations right now as to the ways that I was drawn to certain kind of fashion items. Now, what about the kind of fashion that triggers us in a negative way? Texture combinations and color combinations that many people will be like, oh my God, what is she wearing? I remember watching um, Sex and the City and now that the new installment and just like that and they always play with fashion so beautifully and I remember that episode with Samantha in Sex and the City she was wearing red and pink and at the time it was like like preposterous to, to, to combine red and pink together and now I see it all the time happening so what do these color combination and texture combinations and fashion looks that trigger us mean about us?
Yeah, that's a good question. So, well, first off, right, when you said it, like you saw it there and never saw anyone, you're like, oh my gosh, how? No. And then you see it everywhere. Like that's part of like the society programming, right? It's like, it's in a really fun show. It's in something, it's trending. And then all of a sudden everybody adopts it as like, ooh, I could do this even if they can't. And that's actually been, it's funny as a stylist for so many years, that was like one of my biggest pet peeves with the industry. And I would say that in my interviews and things, people didn't like it, but I always felt like, why are we constantly pushing these trends in people's faces? And then they feel like they have to adopt them. They have to take them on as their own, but they're not actually serving them. Like I have so many clients turning to me and saying, dress me like Kim Kardashian, but they don't have, you know, that figure that's been, you know, messed with to, you know, be able to pull something like that off, or they don't have a certain, you know, skin tone to, you know, put on that certain pattern. So you're again, stepping into something that doesn't serve you uh, on energetically and because society's telling you, Hey, this looks good. So I just wanted to note that because I think especially things like sex in the city and celebrities and things we see that happens a lot. And then it does change kind of your consciousness of like, Oh, okay, well, they're wearing it. So I, you know, I want to try it versus like, is that really, is that you or is that ego? And you think it's actually, you know, the more higher conscious chances are it's not, it's your ego saying, Hey, they're doing this. So why couldn't you do it? So again, becoming very curious, becoming conscious why you're drawn to something doesn't mean you can't be inspired by it. But then if you're actually like taking the leap to wear it and try it, what's the real reason behind it versus like the programming and what society wants to tell us and show us. So I just wanted to note that because I feel like that's coming up more and more as we're all kind of starting to exit out of the matrix, if you will. Um, So I, you know, I wanted to talk about that, but, you know, as far as like even red and pink, you're playing with, you know, a deeper shadow color and then a more kind of, you know, light and, and compassion and love color. And so it could be triggering for someone who is maybe playing even within those two worlds. They have a shadow side of them that wants to be more powerful and, and be more bold, but isn't knowing how to go through that shadow. And then they want that love and compassion to be able to step into that side of themselves, but they can't. So therefore those two colors together are actually triggering them because of what they're not dealing with. And that's what you usually happens with a lot of people when it comes to color that you see or a certain pattern like you don't realize but like again everything holds stories and energies and attachments so maybe for you you know checkered is fine but for somebody else for whatever reason maybe they were at a party where you know there was a checkered floor and they had a bad experience and now it's actually triggering them by seeing it in a pattern you know and so again being curious and becoming conscious of like what we're seeing, what does bother us. If you're triggered by something, you know, on a conscious level and a conscious person, you ask yourself, what is this teaching me? What am I, what am I, you know, trying to learn from this or at least start to uh, take away as a lesson and integrate. You know, I know for me, when I get triggered, it's not easy, but it's like going to that curious space and being like open to like, hmm, why does that bother me versus, right, the victim mentality and the ego where I used to be, which was just like, oh, whatever, like, I just don't like it but there's a real reason you don't like it. So exploring that within yourself and understanding. And if it's something you don't want to wear or something you're not into, that's fine. But understanding on a conscious level, like why that is and what is it teaching me? Again, our clothing can teach us so much. And this is why I've gotten so into the breath because, you know, our sacred breath teaches us so much within us and allows us to tap into spirituality. And one of my visions is like for people that get, do get stuck in their closet or in a story with an outfit, helping them breathe 
through it to then hopefully have a breakthrough to be able to feel into themselves and receive those answers of like, oh yeah, why is it that color is bothering me? Or why is it I can't put on that outfit? You know, and bringing kind of those two dualities together of being able to hold that space for that person and say, how can you work through this? Or it doesn't serve you and let it go. But let's not do this dance in between of trying to figure it out and just be triggered by this. Let's, let's, let's move through this. Oh my God, that is so powerful. And it just reminded me, I just realized recently, actually this week, I got this urge to buy sleeveless t-shirts and I've never worn sleeveless t-shirts in my life. And I'm like, what is happening here? Why? Because with all my like styling changes with my piercings and my hair changing, it all happened this year. I'm like, I feel myself stepping into a different fashion version of myself that I previously hated or just avoided. And I'm now realizing that the reason I hated sleeveless t-shirts is because I associated them with a type of guy usually mm -hmm. that I was bullied from at school. So the kind of guys that wore sleeveless t-shirts, I was bullied by them. And therefore, the why story, do I want right? to The story, mm -hmm. the story, the trauma, it's trauma response of, mm -hmm. or like muscly guys who have nice bodies. And here I am the fatty one wearing like a different kind of, uh, of t-shirt. Like the story that I used to tell myself when I was a teenager. And now I'm now realizing that after removing those stories and doing the inner work and healing those traumas, those stories are moving away and are allowing my fashion uh, persona or personality to come up to the surface without the judgment and without the the masking of of all the trauma. So I love that, and I love and I love that you just from just having that conversation that you had that awareness around that, and we're like, wow, that's why. And because I've healed so many parts of myself and that trauma, it's gone. So those stories, those attachments, the things that used to come up of why you wouldn't want to wear that or would want to see it doesn't exist any for you anymore because you've removed it right and you've worked through it and you've healed it so now you can actually feel into and embody do I actually like that before that was ruined for me before there was a story before there was trauma do I actually like that and that's why now you're getting curious and you might be getting curious because you might actually that might be a, a way to heal what happened or it could literally just be I've always been into that, but because of the space it was in and it wasn't a safe environment for me, I would never allow myself to do it. And so now I feel safe. So now I can wear it. So how beautiful is that? Yes. And on a similar tangent and on a similar topic, let's talk about trends and being trendy and following the fashion trends. And of course, if you talked about all this programming that's coming towards us, and sometimes we're caught up in this conflict of, do, do I follow the fashion or do I stick to what works for me? Or is there a middle ground? Is there a balance between the two? How do we approach that? Yeah, I love that question. And, and I've spoken to this a lot as a, a stylist. And now I think even more um, in an authentic space. I really feel like how I felt before. Trends are trends. You know, they're labeled a certain way. They're used for marketing. They're used to celebrities to push out on you for businesses to make their money. Now, the difference is, is that either you either fall into that and just become part of that system or on a conscious level, you ask yourself, or if there's certain trends you really want to try and get curious with, nothing wrong with that. And on the other side of that, if you don't like any of it, nothing wrong with not adopting any of it. And that's where I feel like I get angry, like I don't say angry, but frustrated with trends because people feel like they have to, like if they see a neon jacket come out, they need to have a neon jacket in their closet. And it's like, well, if neon doesn't serve you or doesn't light you up, right? When you put it on or it doesn't feel good on you, 
why bring the energy into your closet? Why is it just going to sit there and you feel like I throw it on when I need to because I need to be quote unquote trendy? No, the authenticity of you is how you create your own trends and you embody what you feel good in. People are going to be drawn to you and be attracted to you and what you're around because you're lighting up in what you're wearing and they're feeling those vibrations and they're feeling into what you're feeling and you're emanating that energy versus you have something on that's a trend and you feel like you look amazing because you came off this magazine cover so you think and people are not into it all or there's no response or it's like oh you know whatever and you're like shocked this is the reaction it's like no because they feel the energy it's fake that's where I get frustrated trends can be fun but trends can also be fake so it's really coming from a conscious space of like why do I like this? What does this do for me? And if it's not serving me, why are you being fake with it? Step into the authenticity of you, no matter how uncomfortable it is and wear what feels good to you. Like I can't scream that from the rooftops enough from a celebrity stylist perspective to a breath of facilitator embodiment perspective. Like be authentically you, especially in a world today now where we're being, you know, programmed told we have to do this. We have to comply. We have to do no. Just be you and you will feel into the authenticity and you will find those clothes because you will feel the energy. Oh my gosh, I love that because I know who I am. I embody who I am. You're not going to question and you're not going to look outside of yourself to find a trend. You're going to go within and ask yourself, does that feel good to me? Oh, it's a trend? Cool, I can rock that too. Yes, that is so <laughs> liberating to know these, to accept these, to let the trends go and realize that our authenticity is our unique trend and it will attract your fashion. Like your yes. authenticity is part of your fashion. It's who you are. It's how you're created. Like if you want to be a truly creative being of the creator, which I believe we all are, then step into that authenticity of you. Don't be looking outside of you. You're never going to get the answers for anything, let alone fashion do what feels good to you. And if it happens to be on the trend scale, cool, you're trending. You know how many times I have not worn something that's not trending as a celebrity stylist. I've gotten called out when I've dressed even clients who are wearing something. It's not a quote unquote trend. And I'm like, but they look amazing and they feel good. And guess why they just got best dressed because they're rocking it. It doesn't matter that it's not a trend. And all of a sudden now people are like, Ooh, I like that outfit. And then that does become a trend. Why? Because the authenticity and the vibration of what that person was wearing just switched the narrative. That's why. Oh my God, mic drop, Ali, mic drop. <laughs> what a powerhouse of fashion and wisdom you are. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me on the podcast. It's been such a pleasure. I'd like to end on this high note of empowerment that we are all feeling right now. Can you please share with us where can people get in touch and work with you and talk a little bit about your breathwork work as well? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much. I know I got really... <laughs> I like felt the energy. All right, we're just going to like release all of this. Um, but I do because I get so passionate because even nowadays I get calls from reporters all over the world asking about trends. And I'm like, can we not just talk about trends? Can we talk about real fashion, please? Like it just, it's a big pet peeve of mine. So thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can find me um, and connect with me at Allie Levine Design, A-L-I-L-E-V-I-N-E Design, no S. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, really any platform. I spend most of my time on the gram and then 
TikTok, I've been showing up more. So come say hello. I love to connect with community. If something resonated for you, if you have a question, I am still styling, doing things remotely. Uh, so if you know if you do want help or you are looking more for that energy audit of your closet, want to talk conscious clothing, I'm here. AllieLevine.com is my website where you'll find everything as well. And yeah, I recently did a breath session with George. I am being facilitated and finishing my hours this summer. And uh, I just feel really called to this deep transformative space. It's been uh, transformative in my own life. It's helped me go through so many of my own breakdowns to breakthroughs. And I feel our sacred breath is not noted enough and how quickly we can come home to ourselves. And so since I've always been about confidence is your best accessory, to me, the breath lets you step into your authenticity, which is your superpower. And so I would love to help any of you help you step into that so you can reach out to me for that as well. Holly, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. All the links will be available in the show notes for everybody to access. Thank you so much. Your, your work is changing the industry and the world, and we're so grateful. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And guys, check out also my podcast, Awakening with Ali. George will be on very soon, and the episode was complete fire. So thank you, George. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Before you go, make sure to grab your free workbook to find your life purpose at georgelizas.com forward slash life purpose. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.